Hey, Bobby Manning here. Welcome to the Garden Report. 112-88, the final. It's a blowout, Joe Sway. Classic. Instant classic here. Not the game, but... Yeah, Tatum, Tatum's performance. performance. Yeah, that's right. 51 points. I think 17 for 28 from the field. Man. Ridiculous efficiency, especially Incredible. in the third quarter. A runaway 33-10 where his step-back threes, especially the one in the corner over Joel Embiid, and then another one in the right wing over Embiid, and another over Maxi, just devastating four threes from Tatum in that quarter. Send the Celtics on the run and basically put this game in doubt uh, for Philadelphia by the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. It's a close one early. His performance, though, was so critical because no one else had it going for the Celtics early, and they actually uh, faced a nine-point deficit early in this game uh, while their offense struggled. The first quarter was a grind, and Tatum, his aggressiveness driving to the basket didn't really take any threes early. Kept the Celtics in this game. CLNS Media Celtics coverage is brought to you by FanDuel. New customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. I love that. I love that about his game. He took one, one in the first half. It was yeah. all about driving, getting good looks, and getting seeking high percentage shots. And he, and he was he was incredible, especially in the second half, especially in the third quarter, going at Joel Embiid, going at the MVP on defensive switches, and he made them pay in a big way for sure. The Philadelphia 76ers, as a team, as a whole, it just seemed like it, they, they were out of it. The life was sucked out of it for, for them, especially in this building. The loudest I've heard TD Garden throughout the entire postseason. So I guess you could shout out to, you know, shout out to Jalen Brown. Brown for, for calling them out the way he should have because uh, they didn't they didn't disappoint for sure in Game 7 and neither did Tatum. Yeah, and this started with some referee working from Dr. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And uh, Philly organization, obviously. And well, the timing of that report. We'll just report. Unbelievable. Yeah, I, I thought was that was interesting. In the building. Yeah, like hours before tip-off. It was interesting timing and Doc Rivers talking about it. So it did set that tone, but Joe Mazzula shot that down during when you when you asked him about that. Yeah, yeah, and everything call-wise evened out for the most part in this game. Some frustrating ones early, the foul on White guarding Harden. Uh, you had the Niang incident along the sideline. Oh, so there were some contested moments, and Brown talked about the energy in this building just being incredible. Uh, but this turn, they were down eight at the time. I think there was a flagrant foul call on Harden driving to the basket. He was about to make it a 10-point game in transition. Loses the ball, follows through, and hits Brown there. Brown hits a couple of flagrant foul shots. I think Tatum threw an alley-oop to Rob right after, and then Brown got a steal and took it back for two. So an eight-point lead for the Sixers gone in the matter of three plays and 30 seconds. And the Celtics from that point on outscored the Sixers by 30. And so much of that stemmed from Tatum, not only the scoring and his in-between game was just incredible early, but also playmaking. When the Sixers sent doubles, he got right off the ball, and usually it was Horford making that extra pass to another shooter. Yeah, yeah, that's true. He also had defensive stops as well, stripping the ball away from Joel Embiid, I thought was a big one. And it got the crowd going. I, I think that was... Um, Great crowd. They that helped when call. the energy shifted, for sure. I mean, for them to go into halftime with that, what was it, a five-point lead at that point, it felt like they should have been up by much, by much more, but when the 
Celtics came out the way they did and Jason Tatum went right at Joel Embiid the way he was and got the offense going, it was it was humongous. It, it really did take the life out of the Philadelphia 76ers. And and yeah, I mean, moments like that, it's interesting. Sometimes it can go the either, either way, right? Niang getting that technical, sometimes something like that can motivate the Sixers, but it went the complete opposite for Philadelphia. And it did really, it really planted that seed for the Celtics to go on that offensive run and have this crowd obviously, you know, supporting them. Was this Tatum's best game ever? Because that's where I'm going. And everyone's got to point back to Milwaukee game six. On the road, impressive. Down 3-2 after a just gut-wrenching game in game five with that Portis put back on the yeah. free throw. So, yeah, I don't mind you if you go there. But to me, this one, especially where he didn't have the three going, especially yeah. where he's been so bad for a lot of these playoffs, and that starting game six, and three starts before this where he's 0 for 5, Lou Marge. For him to just blow by Tucker on that first play, dunk, another like crowd-rattling moment, yeah. and then play so consistently from in between where he really hasn't played in these playoffs, and then open up his three-point game from there. This, to me, between the playmaking, defense with Missoula emphasized and the other things he does like rebounding I think he had 13 in this one yeah and that three late this was just a complete package and finally right they just needed this so badly and they they couldn't play another close game late after game four and after how scary last game was they needed Tatum to just blow this open and he did well one would argue the game against uh, Milwaukee last year went down to the wire he didn't quite score 51 but he really had to fight for that down the stretch but you know what Bobby I'm gonna uh, I'll, I'll give you the benefit of the I mean look after what we saw and when you consider the, the, the narrative and what he said after game six, calling himself one of the best players in the NBA. He had to come out here and back those words up, and he did in a big way. So I, I'm going to say when you, when you consider all those factors that this is his best performance. And the stakes, too. I yeah, mean. the stakes were high. You're going up against the league MVP. He's been tremendous in this series. He's been dominant in this series. Game seven, I mean, Philadelphia 76ers really wanted this one, especially Joel Embiid, but Tatum just wanted it more. And, and again, we, when you couple the fact of he's the reason why there is a game seven, right? He goes off in game six those last five minutes meant everything with the season on the line and he delivered he's called himself one of the best players in the nba backed it up in a big way with 51 points and by the end by the fourth quarter you can tell which direction this game was going in so yeah you know what i'll say this is his best performance of his career and when you look at what he said after the game this how proud he is to do that to do this in boston and to wear Celtics uniform and be a part of this legacy i think it speaks volumes to where jason is in his in his maturation process Process, right who he's become as a superstar and look the two things in this city they go hand in hand I mean obviously winning a championship is what you have to do here and Tatum hasn't done that yet and everyone will always say that in order to be great you have to do that but I think he's starting to get the full picture of how the two go hand in hand how the city is 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 supporting him and how they're going to come out and they're going to show that support and he's starting to feel it he's starting to feel what it means to be a top athlete in this city in Boston and I think he is that he just has to obviously get that championship to be solidified but I feel like everyone in this city is rallying behind him because they, they feel that he's one he's talented enough and, and two this team is good enough to, to get that far they also believe in him I think right people maintain the faith through his struggles and some bad right. ones they that. haven't turned on him yeah. you know and I think he he knows that and he understands that when he when he, when he thinks back to the way he performed in the NBA finals and how this team has failed but they continue to come right back and here they are again going into the Eastern Conference finals man a nice contrast that support versus the Booze in game five, which I think they view right. as frustrated as they were as push rather than 
fans giving up on them here. And right. that ultimately did push them to an incredible win in game six, which I'm still blown away by. And then carrying that over tonight, a little more expected, but I didn't expect a 30 point breakout the way ended up happening here. And Sixers faded, I guess, real quick before we get out of here. And give them credit. They pushed the Celtics further than I think I ever imagined. And I'd imagine you thought was possible too. Had them on the brink in game six. Is this, could this be it? I mean, Doc's job's probably on the line. Harden, the Houston rumors. Embiid, who knows what happens if both those guys are gone. Have we seen the last of the Sixers? Uh, maybe there's a chance of that, but I, I don't. I don't think they're gonna just like break the band up as as, as quickly as people are expecting. Yeah, I think they, I think they'll run it back. I, I think Joel Embiid and what he said about Doc Rivers and their relationship. I think there's a lot to say about that, and, and I think for him to go out and say he's gonna be fine is his you know stamp of approval saying like this is our guy we just have to figure this thing out as a team so i don't think that doc's job's in jeopardy but it'll be interesting to see what kind of offseason they have because they have to make some 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 key uh trades or acquisitions and obviously you know james harden's future with the team is is the first on the list they have to figure out how that's gonna you know break down for them but I, I see them running it back, I really do, and just trying to build that roster you know, better around Joel Embiid. Maybe they can figure out a deal for her, and I would not max him, but need a replacement if you're going to try to keep Embiid. That's, that's something worth exploring, yeah, <laughs> for sure. That's it for this series, uh, an incredible one. Hope you enjoyed the ride here, and fortunately, we get to keep rolling. Celtics Heat up next on Wednesday. We're going to take a quick preview at that. One of many we'll do this week in our next video here for Josue Pavone, Bobby Manning, Celtics moving on with a winning game seven.